Okay, you guys, here we go. She Runs Ultras episode number 117. And we just wrapped up the live coaching portion of the off-season RX program. And one of the topics that we talked about last week was how to make a smooth transition from your off-season to your on-season or being in-season, however you like to think about it. And I know that this is something that I used to struggle with and that many of you guys might struggle with as well. So I wanted to talk about it here to help you smooth out that transition. And I wanted to give you a couple tips, and we're just going to dive right into it. This will be short, sweet, but very impactful. The first thing you want to think about first and foremost is you need to count the weeks. Like it might sound very simplistic, but you'd be surprised at how many people skip this step. And you might be blushing right now because this is a step that you have skipped. Now you guys know that I'm a firm believer in a 20 week training plan especially if you're doing your first 50K. And most people sort of lose track of time when it comes to training, and they don't give much forethought to the actual date that they will need to begin training to back it up 20 weeks to give themselves an adequate ramp up or lead into their race. A lot of people will just sort of haphazardly do some stuff and then you know, get a reminder on their calendar or on their phone, or maybe a reminder email from the race that they have signed up for. And then they're like, oh shit, I've got eight weeks left. (laughs) You would be shocked to the number of emails that I get from people who are like, hey, I could maybe use some help. I've got eight weeks left. (laughs) What do I do? (laughs) So the first thing you can do to help yourself is to count the weeks. There's a little, um, a widget that I found online that helps you do this. I'll put the link in the show notes, but if you just go to Google or any search engine and you just type in how many weeks until, it'll bring up this little widget that I think the website for is actually how many weeks until either .com or .net or whatever. And you just put in your race date and it calculates the number of weeks until that time. So you know exactly how many weeks it is. I can't even tell you the number of times that I used to sit in front of a calendar and try and count the number of weeks and adjust my brain. I'd like inevitably lose track. And then there's half a week in December and part of a week in January. And if you're not paying attention, you double count the weeks and it's just a shit show. So just use this little widget. It'll make your life a million times easier and start to count the weeks and back yourself up to 20 weeks out at least to give yourself ample time. All right. The second thing that runners tend to flub up as you transition from off to on is the mileage or training hours per week. And you want to make sure that when you make the switch, that there's not a massive jump either in mileage, like the number of miles you're running per week or the total number or amount of time that you're training per week. Um, Otherwise, you're setting yourself up for disaster. You, You want them to line up within a few degrees of one another so that you're not faced with having to, just for the example purposes here, like double your mileage or double your hours from the last week of your off season to your first week on 
right? You want them to line up. You don't want there to, you don't want to go from, let's say, you know, running 15 miles total per week to jumping right into your first week in season and needing to go to 30 miles. This also might sound very simplistic and you're like, duh, yeah, I know this, Megan. But again, you would be surprised at the number of people I have seen do this. And you might not think that this is a big deal, but it is because if you straight out of the gate double down, remember, we've talked sort of about mobility and strength and your body and how to increase and add load. But if you double down before you're ready, a whole host of negative things will happen, right? You might be excessively tired. You might actually get injured. You might get over, like, even if you can sustain that for maybe a couple weeks, you'll find yourself being exhausted or overtrained or get an overuse injury straight out of the gate. So just set yourself up for success right away, straight out of the gate, and make sure that they line up with one another so that you're not going crazy high right out of the gate. All right. Hopefully that makes sense. So As you start to think about and plan for the races that you want to do in 2023, keep, I almost said 2022, keep these things in mind. All right. Because guaranteed they might be mistakes that you're making or things that you're overlooking that will very easily solve a couple of the obstacles that you're going to face right away as you transition from off to on. All right. A couple things I want to mention real quickly before I go first, I mentioned this before, but you guys know that I have the goal to help 10,000 women run their first 50K. And recently, it's actually been really cool. I've been getting all these new listeners and, and they send me emails and tell me how they found me. And it's as a result of searching in their podcast app for ultra running. And that's how many of them have been finding the show, which is great. And that's actually largely due to you guys. So when you rate and review the show, that helps it get suggested to more people, right? It's the algorithm, you guys. And so it would mean the world to me if you guys would take two seconds to just rate or review this podcast so that more women can find that. And by doing it, you will not only be helping me hit my goal, but you're also going to be helping the people, the women that find this show, you're actually going to be helping them hit their goals. So it's like a win, win, win. You guys get value from listening to the show. I get value because I'm helping more people. More people are listening to the show and those people are subsequently hitting their goals. All right. So it's a win across the board. So you can do that in whatever podcast episode, uh, excuse me, whatever podcast app you are listening in, you can tap to and or write a review directly from there. It would mean the world to me if you guys would do that. I really appreciate that. Um, And from time to time, I do read reviews on the show. Actually, we did that a lot last year. Um, But I also just want to say, you guys, there's something that's very cool. I'm going to check this right now at live while I am recording this. So I have to sort of stall while the internet loads. I want to tell you that we are super close to hitting 100,000 downloads. And we right now sit at 97,536 downloads, which is amazing. And I set the goal for myself a while ago, maybe like in August, to hit 100,000 downloads by the end of the year. So we are super close to making that happen. And so you can also help make that happen by doing that quick rate and review, because again, that will help more people find it. All right. So thank you in advance for your help hitting that goal. 
The second thing I want to mention before we go is that if you are currently in your off season, since we were talking about making the transition, like you may not be ready to transition from off to on. And that's okay. There's lots of you guys. I'm sort of being very preemptive with this particular episode, because I want you to be thinking about this ahead of time, because it's going to mean that you need to do a little bit of work to, to line these things up, right? To count the weeks and figure out a training plan that's going to line up for those things. So I don't want to spring that on you no pun intended, in the spring, okay? I want you guys to have time for this. So if you're currently in your off season and maybe you're feeling a little lost, you're training sporadically at best, and you're getting maybe nervous about backsliding or falling off the wagon altogether because you're not really doing anything formal, then I want to remind you that the off-season RX training plan, the 12-week training plan, is still available. I'll put the link for that down in the show notes so you can snag that plan. And like I mentioned, it's 12 weeks. It's going to help you integrate walking, running, strength, mobility, cross-training, Um, in a way that not only helps you to stay moving during the off season, but also builds a solid foundation for whatever it is that you have planned for 2023. All right. So just know that that's still an option. If you've sort of been winding down, you're kind of taking downtime for the holidays, and then you're actually going to move into your off season, I would highly suggest that you snag this now. Again, think ahead, pre-plan, get yourself set up for success and snag that plan. Okay. And then last but not least, you guys, if you are running your first 50K this coming year and you're excited, but also maybe a little or a lot terrified, nervous about whether or not you'll be able to do it, and maybe even unclear about the best way to train for it, then I want to let you know that the next round of the Run Your First 50K live coaching group starts on January 9th and applications are open now. So you'll just go to runyourfirst50k.com to apply for the program. And if you're curious about what the program entails, then go back and listen to the previous episode, 116, uh, the big announcement podcast that I just released actually this past Wednesday. All right. It goes in depth on the program, uh, the features, the benefits, all the things we're going to do, all the updates and all the fun that we're going to have throughout 2023. And I would love, love, love to see you all there. And just as a reminder slash side note, that program is open to women exclusively. All right. That's all for this episode. You guys enjoyed this beat and I'll see you all soon. (music) 